It's Talking Travel with our travel expert, Sally Lucas. Welcome to the show, Sal. You're battling on even with I a bit am. of a cold and a sore throat. Thank you for coming in. That's not a problem, just so long as people don't mind my croaky voice. Hey, it's a little bit uh, sexy, dare I say, Sal. <laughs> husky, <laughs> husky. husky. Oh, we like the husky dulcet <laughs> sounds. Now, look, we're looking at um, travel agents. Yeah, well, this article just came across my desk this week and it says, who do most Australians trust? Travel agents. And, I mean, we've always had funny stories about other people that we don't trust in the business world. I won't mention No, them. we won't mention, you know, businesses. No, no. Our sales guys. You no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. None of those. <laughs> and we're those as well. We are a salesperson. Of course we are. But 79% of Australians now say they view agents as a trusted source of travel and safety advice. And that's fantastic because, you know, the, in, in, the start of the internet, everyone was saying we were all going to go broke and go out of business, Well, that's et right. People said you're going to do it yourselves. It's too easy now. But, that's not the know, case. No, and the thing is... We're we're there to assist. That's what we're there for. You've got a voice. You've got a person. If something goes wrong, you've also got a person that you can contact from overseas. And these days, with, of course, the electronic media now, it's so easy to be able to email or Skype or, you know, contact your agent if you're having an issue or a problem. So it's really lovely to see that, again, the public is putting their trust back in us and realising that's what we're trained to do to help guide them through pitfalls and help them get the most out of their holiday. Well, you are the experts and there's nothing worse than being overseas, something goes wrong and you're sending email after email and not getting anything back. I read one the other day, someone booked something through TripAdvisor. She said, who do you call? They tried, they, they were stuck and they were stuck in this accommodation. It was supposed to be on the beach, there was no beach. The photos were all photoshopped. It was some property in Mauritius. Um, they booked in for a couple of weeks. They were an elderly couple. It had rickety stairs and God knows what that was unsuitable. They couldn't contact anyone. you just got to be careful. Now, we're, so, looking anyway. at, we're looking at winter travel today. Yeah, and we've talked about a lot of European travel, which I will still mention. We often do about the beautiful winter markets, etc. But you've got to remember there's other parts of the world that still have an enjoyable winter season. And one of them, of course, is that wonderful large state of the USA, Alaska. And, you know, everyone might think it's a little bit brisk for a winter visit, but so long as you um, dress, for dress the appropriately occasion. and um, it's its iciest state, but they say it comes into its own in the colder months. Um, so you can do things like, for example, dog mushing, you know, so do something really different. And you can see the, um, the, the, the Iditarod Trail sled dog race, which goes from, um, sled dog race rather, which goes from Anchorage to Nome. Or they have a Yukon Quest International sled dog race as well. Elite dogs can cover between 60 and 160 kilometres at a time. It's That's amazing impressive. creatures. So, yeah, you know, it's just one of the things you can do. Snowmobiling. So you can do that as well. So you can do some wonderful snowmobiling across the slopes and have a bit of fun. Of course, you've got the most wonderful, beautiful Aurora Borealis, mm. the Northern Lights. Yes. And there's plenty of places in both North America and Alaska where you can go to see the Northern Lights because everyone just thinks Iceland, Scandinavian, yes. Baltic countries, but no, anywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. You've seen the Northern Lights, Sal? No, I haven't, and I'm, it's on my bucket list. Yeah, I haven't either, but the photo, I mean, if the I photos are anything go to go by, I can't wait to one day see The thing them is, they're person. there all year round, but you've just got to wait when the, these places are nearly in darkness yeah, that's all right. day. And yes. that's when you can see the light. Yeah. So the lights are always there. The phosphorescence is there, but you can't see it, of course, until you get this darkness. So that's quite wonderful. Um, so it means that you've got to rise in the wee hours and all that sort of thing, but you know, your temperatures plunge. But many of the hotels organise wake-up calls when they see the, the lights are really at their best and you can just go out there. Oh, and, that's handy. Yeah, yeah, and get you up so you don't miss out. Yep. So that's fantastic. And also Alaska has a lot of winter festivals which offer a quirky mix of arts and culture. 
Um, so they yeah, like snowshoe softball and snow sculpting and all sorts of things. Those braver, you can jump into the frigid waters and do the polar bear jump. Oh, <laughs> in Seward and in, well, in Fairbanks, they have the World Ice Art Championships for all the ice sculpting. And of course, Beautiful. we often hear about that in Harbin. In, in Japan does it. But see, there's other countries do all these things as well. So it's nice to help promote them as well and enjoy their, their winter delights. But um, talking about Europe, as I was a minute ago, there are two new programs this year that Albatross Tours have, and they run... Look at the size of their book, and that's just their winter program. It's quite thick. It's over 100 pages. I don't think you'd be getting through all of that. Of winter tours that you can do, whether it be staying in castles in Italy or Germany, or and it's all inclusive, like you get your mulled wine, you get your roasted chestnuts, you get your sled rides, you know, you get everything happening. But this one is beautiful. It's an alpine Christmas adventure, 17 amazing days from Milan to Munich, going through all the most beautiful Alps in Europe, like, you know, the Ubernese. Oberland, the French Alps, Klosters where all the royals go to ski, Ooh. Innsbruck, Munich, Montreux in, in Switzerland. It's just the most gorgeous, gorgeous itinerary. And the other one they're doing, which is new, these are both new for this year, is Spain, Portugal and the Three Kings Festival. So this is 18 days. And um, you also go to Segovia, which is a UNESCO World Heritage listed town, which I've been to, is absolutely fabulous. And then do a Christmas fiesta of the Three Kings in Sevilla, where you've got the passion of the flamenco comes from Sevilla as well, as well as what you call the Seville oranges, of course, come from that part of the world. So that's a fabulous itinerary. It's taking in Portugal as well. You're going to Segovia, Madrid, Granada, where you can go to the Alhambra Palace, Cordoba, Sevilla, Lisbon. And then Lisbon, you go to Obidos, it was like rather Portugal, you go to this little town, which I've also been to, perched up in the hills. It's all whitewashed and cobblestone streets. Oh, and beautiful. it's just the most amazing, amazing place. Then also out of um, Lisbon, you've got Sintra, which was considered the summer capital for the previous wealthy. And on the way, you go past this little fishing village called Cascais. And when we were there this year, the sardine fishermen had just come in and us three girls were just down on the wharf having a look around. Oh. And they're cooking fresh sardines. <gasps> To get to try? Yeah, and with big chunks of bread. And they looked up and saw us. You know, they didn't speak any English and they passed us up a a tin plate. Oh, it doesn't get much fresher than that. With fresh sardines on bread. It was just wonderful. So there's two great tours if you're thinking of doing a winter program. But look, there's just so much to do in Europe in winter, as I said, with markets. And if you're not a person who's seen snow or experienced you know, a winter wonderland. It's a fabulous time to go because their winter displays in all the department stores, in their plazas, huge Christmas trees all aglow. As I said, they're all in the streets selling their mulled wine or their chestnuts or whatever's their famous little specialty yes, for that yes. time of year. So, And it is a whole completely different feel. We were lucky enough yeah. to do a Christmas in um, American Portland, Oregon when I was oh, yes, little yep. and it was a white Christmas. And there's just yeah. something magical about waking up on Christmas Day to, to falling snow and throwing the snowballs and running out. It's a lot of fun. I mean, there's no guarantee, obviously, when you go. The snow can come early or late. But, like, I was to Grand Canyon once and it was not in the middle of winter. Like, it was, I can't think what time of the year it was now. It might have been, like, end of winter. could have even been April. And I woke up this morning, looked out at my hotel window and it was snowing. Oh, wow. It was just, um, I'm going, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, to see the Grand Canyon under snow is totally different to see it under full light. Mm. So, yeah, astounding places you can go and see some wonderful 
winter things. We're talking travel with our expert Sally Lucas. When we come back, for those people that like a bit of adventure travel, we're looking at some self-guided adventures travel. That mm. sounds great. Yes, a lot of stuff there as well, cycling, walking, etc. Now, Sal, uh, we're looking at self-guided adventure travel. So these are for people that really want to get out and experience things. Yes, but not be, I guess, totally left to their own devices. Okay. So what this company does, they have checked out all the bike routes or the walking routes, checked out the accommodation, you know, made sure it's all tested at all. So they'll meet you on arrival and, you know, let you know what you're going to experience. As I said, they give you equipment, whether it's for canoeing or cycling, so that's supplied. They also have a luggage service which transfers your luggage between hotels. So you're still out there, you know, doing, expending your own energy, but at least you, at each the end of each day you've got a lovely hotel to stay at. <laughs> you're going to need to flop into yeah, a comfy bed. That's exactly right. And they've got support, 24-7 support all the way around if you never need any extra support. Um, they have a GPS route navigation for cyclists as well. Um, so it's really quite interesting. And again, if you look at the size of this brochure, it, the, 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 the size and the areas you can go to, just to give you an idea, like in Switzerland, you've got a classic Swiss Alps walk or you've got the Lake District, or you can, which you can either cycle or walk around the lakes, depending on what your, you know, your, what your, your preference thing is. is. Um, in Portugal and Madeira, you can do the marvels of Madeira. Porto Coastal, the Algarve, um, you know, just, just flicking through here. In Spain, you can do the Catalonia re region, which is basically um, all, all that Catalonia area which is near Barcelona, you can go around cycling around one of the river areas called the River Ebro. Italy, of course, you've got the amazing Amalfi to Sorrento walk. You can do walks around Sicily or cycle around Sicily. Um, Puglia, uh, the tales of Umbria. So just about every area, they've got something that you can do. So are these usually based over a couple of weeks? Or usually like quite short, most of them. So they're like little eight, nine or anything probably okay. for about seven, eight, nine, ten days. So they're not too long. So you're not going to absolutely wear yourself out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're just such a lovely way to do things where you can just chill out and all you've got to do is get to that point each day. And they don't make it too arduous, so they don't make the kilometres, you know, too long for you to do each day. Just for one here, I'm just looking at, for example, walking along the banks of the Dordogne, which is a beautiful region for France, not just for the villages, but for its fabulous food. So they're saying here, like, your first day is only 10 k's or six and a half miles, and it would take you around about two and a half hours if you walked it non-stop. Yeah. But, like, if you're yep. stopping along the way, that, that's that's not too long a walk. Yeah. When you I look at it that way. Right. One day, though, for example, the longest day is probably about oh, 21 k's would be their longest day, which they say is about five hours oh. out of your day. You're just reminding me of when I decided to do a 33k cycle when I was in <laughs> Bali and that was the worst idea ever. I was what, in tears what, by the end of it. I was going to say, what was in your head? I've got no... I don't think I realised how long 33Ks was. But our, in, our our guide, God love him, he was just beside himself because I couldn't move <laughs> by the end. I can, I, I can imagine that. That's quite, that's quite a long way to cycle oh, if you've was, not cycled. And if, you, if you're not a regular cycler... Which I'm not. And I'm saying this is for people who I would say this again, like you wouldn't go into any of these holidays unless you were a regular cyclist right, or a yes. regular walker. Yes. So it's really designed for those people that just the fitness and types. one of the girls at our office she does that all the time she includes she might have a, a lovely relaxing part of a holiday but she she and her husband always include a cycling or a walking or 
both. Yep. Like they're off to do six weeks in Japan and they're doing one walking trip to Kiliman, Kilimanjaro, Mount <laughs> Fuji. I'm in the wrong country, Mount Fuji. And then they're doing another cycling trip of another part of oh, Japan. Good on them. Then they're still saying some Ryokan Inns and, you know. They're mixing it up a yeah. little bit. So if you, you don't just go, obviously, for eight days. This will be just part of a total program that you might have. But it's just a nice way for you to really mix in with the people because you're meeting the locals along the way. Of course. How big are the groups roughly, Sal? Do they vary as well? Well, no one sometimes. It could be just you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because it can go any day. Yeah, so of you, course. It's, there's no set dates. So it's might be no one else or you okay. might pass someone who's going the other way or you yeah, you know yeah. what I mean or there could be someone who's chosen the same day as you okay so it's really yeah you've got you've got no idea until you really get there whether you're going to be traveling with anyone else or not it sounds like a lot of fun but it'd be a lot of fun and in Ireland I've just been watching a friend of mine's in Ireland at the moment she's a great sailor and has done Hobart and sailed in Antarctic and she's wow. in a sailing race off Ireland and some of the photos she's been sharing is all the walks she's been doing around the coastal walks of Ireland just looks absolutely stunning, you know. So it would be a completely different way to yeah. see the world, wouldn't it? At the end of each day, they do a big hike somewhere. She's only doing it days at a time, like nearest pub for a nice beer or cider. <laughs> you deserve it after yeah. all. So, you know, you can add in these lovely bits as well as, you know, exerting your energy and feeling that you've earned that lovely meal or that gastronomic delight or that drink or whatever. So a lot of people love doing this now as doing this adventure-based travel, but it's still doing it in a nice way. Hot deals in the marketplace. What do we have today, Sal? Okay, well, we've been talking a bit about um, cool areas. So if you're interested in flying free to Antarctica... Oh, um, then the Hertie Gruten line, who does those wonderful Norwegian coastal voyages and the Arctic and the Antarctic, have got a couple of lovely cruises where they're offering that fly free, um, and a 13 day, 12 night cruise of that wonderful frozen continent, and also a longer one, an 18 day, 17 night that's also including the Chilean Fords and the Falklands. That sounds great. So you can get a fly free, and that's available on their White Christmas Adventure, their Southern Hemisphere and Christmas on the White Continent and the Voyage of Discovery. But you've got to book by 12 August to take advantage of those free airfares. So if you're thinking of going to the Antarctic, there you go. That's a good deal. Mm. Um, on the go tours, we've got a range of programs, things we're talking Christmas holidays, where they're offering you a 10% early discount, which is great, on all their festive tours. And some of them are just incredible. Like it's a six-day from St. Petersburg to Morocco, uh, St. Petersburg to Moscow, should I say, an eight-day trip out of Marrakesh in Morocco. Um, Petra in Jordan is another eight-day. Uh, one doing Cairo and the Nile, sailing on the Nile. What we mentioned before, the Harbin Ice Festival in Japan and in um, China, sorry, including Beijing. Christmas uh, in Turkey. The Northern Lights from Reykjavik in Iceland. So quite a range of programs yeah, where they're huge. offering you 10% off. Still talking cold things. There's last-minute deals if you want to go skiing in New Zealand. Um, book by 31 July. They've got seven night packages for under $700 at Mount Hutt. That's which, brilliant. Yep, includes a five day lift pass, two free nights, and two free days skiing. Just put your best airfare with that, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that is good. And if you're not a cold weather person, we have to offer the warm weather people <laughs> yeah, some a lot options of cold as well. That, that don't want the cold weather. Exactly. Feel the cold and just want to get away to a bit of warmth. Uh, Samoa, it's a lovely destination. Uh, the Sinalai Reef Resort and Spa has got a five night package with return airfares to Apia, and they're giving 30% off their accommodation rates and bonus inclusions, which is a saving of up to about $900. Full buffet breakfast daily, an hour massage per 
person, use of snorkeling gear, kayaks, the resort golf course, etc., etc., and that's from under seventeen hundred dollars. Mm, that's good. That's pretty good value for money. Now you got a book by thirty one July on that, and it's travel from nineteen October to nine December. So that little quick break before yeah, Christmas, yeah. which would be nice. Lovely. And also Tahiti. Well, that's such a beautiful destination. This is the Sofitel Morea at Kiora Beach Resort and they've got a seven night package there with airfares starting from under $3,200 which is five nights at the Sofitel Morea, so absolute five star and you're getting of course your transfers across to Morea and full buffet breakfast as well and a, a complimentary sunset cocktail. Oh beautiful. Another warm weather departure, uh, Borneo, there's a lovely group tour going there where of course you can experience the orangutans and the turtles etc. It's a wonderful wildlife yeah, that's, destination. That's my kind of thing. It's, it's fabulous this and it's an 11 day fully escorted, includes 21 meals on this and it's departing on the 20th of September this year so you need to get in quickly for the remaining seats on that and that starts as a lead in from under three and a half thousand dollars but it's got just about everything included as I said, homestays you know, Mount Kinabalu National Park the Guomantong Caves, you're staying in a rainforest lodge, the Sepalok Orangutan Rehabilitation Centre etc etc. So that works out quite reasonably priced when you think about it all does. these extras that you would be paying for. Yeah and also Evergreen has come out with a saving of $800 per couple on some of their new programs for next year for 2019 to discover the eastern USA to promote that side of America which is great, where you can do spectacular cities and historic trails from New York, um, going to Gettysburg, Williamsburg, you know, all that historic mm -hmm. area, um, Charleston, Savannah, Atlanta, um, even including a highlight dinner at a Heritage Cotton Warehouse. Yeah. And then they're doing another one that's a 16-day East Coast and Canadian discovery. That includes Washington, the White House, etc., Arlington Cemetery, Niagara Falls Cruise, um, various other areas, the Amish community, guided tours of Toronto, Ottawa, Quebec, Montreal and Boston finishing in New York. That's a 16-day itinerary. And then they've got the third one is a new 19-day um, complete Eastern USA, which is New York, again, including a hop-on, hop-off bus around New York, a Broadway show, Statue of Liberty, guided tours throughout, again, all those Eastern areas we just mentioned, even including Graceland as well, the Grand Old Opry, BB King Blues Club and more. So a lot of great savings there with up to $800 per couple off and, again, subject to them being available till sold. Plenty of hot deals in the marketplace this week. Sally Lucas, thank you so much for coming in thank and talking you. travel with us as always. Uh, we will see you again next week. Hopefully with a better voice. Yeah, yeah you, you go and um, you know have some hot tea and I yes. can see you're sipping on your lemon. Sipping on my lemon sip. Yeah, <laughs> hope you're feeling better.